You are listening to Keith Price's Curtain Call. Hey, this is Keith Price, and welcome back for another edition of Keith Price's Curtain Call. And again, I know I say it a lot, but it's true. I got a treat for you. Oh man, last week when I talked to Montego Glover, I told you she was going to be doing, or she was telling us, that she's going to be doing uh, a night at Einstein's 54 Below on September 19th with my friend, the Tony Award-nominated actor, Mr. Tony Yazbek. And guess what? He's our guest today. So again, I'm so privileged and pleased to be able to talk to these guys whenever they find time that's available. And of course, because he is so busy doing a lot of other things, we had to do this interview at a coffee shop in an undisclosed location. (laughs) Primarily because I don't want to give them any kind of advertisement because they didn't give me anything. I still had to pay for my latte. Anyway, so it is so great because we sat down for a little bit of time just to talk about him because I love him so much and as well as the wonderful work that he and Montego are doing as um, New York Pops Education Ambassadors for the New York Pops Education Program. So again, Tony Award nominated triple threat, Tony Yazbek. And let me just tell you something on the side note, delicious. He's just scrumptious and really, truly, truly a nice guy. So I hope you guys enjoy today's episode of Keith Price's Curtain Call. Take it away, Tony. We were so drunk last night. We had that stupid fight. You call me a useless, selfish prick. So I'm in a fix right now. We'll measure the truth somehow. Love is a funny thing to me. Then you stormed out and grabbed your coat while slamming shut that door. A ruthless move so cold you left your keys inside that door. Whoa, nothing I do make you happy anymore. Can nothing I say put a smile onto your face? Can nothing I say bring us back together? Can nothing I do put a smile onto your face? Whoa! Mm-hmm. This is Keith Price for Keith Price. For Keith Price's curtain call, and yes, Tony Asbeck, there's nothing I can do either. (laughs) I'm so excited because I'm sitting here now on a remote location for the curtain call. You might hear some background noise, but that's because there are other people that are really rude (laughs) here at... Well, I'm not going to say where we are because, you know what, Tony and I need to have our own lives outside of this. You people don't need to be all up in our business. But again, I'm so excited because Tony Award nominated Tony Asbeck is here with me for the curtain call. And he's got a really special project. You heard me talking to Montego Glover last week about the New York Pops Underground at Feinstein's 54 Below. And... She's doing it along with him, and I already told her that I was a little jealous that she's spending time with my boyfriend, and I'm letting it go because it's for the children. 
Hi, Tony. How you doing? I'm great. Thanks, Keith. Thanks for having me on your show. Anytime. Anytime. So, Tony is going to be taking part in the New York Pops Underground at Fine Sense 54 Below, September 19th, along with Montego. And... Uh, it's it's a really fun night. It's they're raising money for the New York Pops Education Program, in which they're helping to continue the tradition of bringing music education to the kids. How, how, what, like for you, helping out kids now with music education, do you see the importance of this for today's youth? Yeah, I'm a huge advocate for arts education. Um, I'm involved with. A couple of organizations, one of them being the Young Arts Organization down in Miami. I do a lot of th- things with them uh, all year. And it just promotes uh, arts educations uh, with, with schools, with mentorship, um, gives money to um, help them go to college, uh, helps just uh, expand their music education or their arts education going forward. And and uh, when, when Stephen Reinecke... Uh, uh, reached out to me about this concert. I just had to do it. Uh, not only have I bit admired Stephen throughout the years and wanted to work uh, with the Pops, but uh, music education, arts education, is something uh, is very hard for me to say no to, just because uh, there just can't be enough of it right now. So um, it's great that this uh, this money is going straight to that. Love that Tony Asbeck with me here on Keith Price's Curtain Call, and we're talking about his work that he's going to be doing with the New York Pops, along with my girlfriend Miss Montego Glover. They're going to be singing and dancing and hobnobbing with the big donors because <laughs> that's that's what they have to do, you know. That's how we squeeze the money out of those folks with with the cash to help out these kids. Because again, at this stage now, for you, you are you, you're. I won't say you're donating your time, but you're certainly using your time wisely. Do you feel that at, at any point in time, um, there's going to be a time when we don't have to keep doing this? No, I, I think we'll always be doing this. Um, but I also think it's, uh, not, it's not only just to raise money, but it's also rewarding on so many levels. I actually get a lot more fulfillment out of teaching and uh, supporting arts education with young people a lot of times more than I do just being on a Broadway stage. There's something about it that that it makes you feel uh, it, it's like this unselfish way of just giving back and moving uh, moving forward uh, in our lives in some profound way. Uh, just to be able to say, I did this, now I want you to do this. I want you to have all the same opportunities that I had. So if we can somehow all of us uh, in the Broadway community share this gift with them and try to support them on another level. I, I think that's the way we we have our Broadway, uh, the, the way our big Broadway family has been. It just gets bigger and bigger and better as the years go on. So I, I'm hoping there's more uh, ways and opportunities we can keep doing this kind of thing. You know, um, I, I don't think it should go away. I think we should keep... Um, keep donating, donating our time if, if need be. Uh, I hope more Broadway people... Uh, soon do that. Tony Asbeck with me here on Keith Price's Curtain Call in our undisclosed location because, you know, sometimes you can't get people to come to the studio. And, you know, he's very busy right now working on a lot of personal projects. And, again, as I said before, that Nothing I Do, that song that we opened with comes from his fantastic CD, The Floor Above Me, which, if you do not already have it in your collection, while you're sitting here listening to this on iTunes, you can just click over... And help a brother out. I'm just saying, you know, a good sale doesn't hurt, does it, Tony? <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty proud of this album. And uh, it came out in February. 
and uh, it really coincides with my uh, one-man solo show, but we always wanted to get in the studio and record this, so this is actually a studio recording of my one-man show, and it changes here and there as I do it on the stage, but um, I've, really, I've really enjoyed putting these songs together in, in, a, in a slight bit of a thematic and storyline uh, moving forward in my life. Uh, I, I really enjoy being vulnerable, um, not only on stage, but with this album, too, so I was happy to happy when it came out and, and I can share it now and um, yeah it's just been a really lovely uh, s- sort of side job I had for a while um, being in the studio practicing all that music with my arranger uh, Jerome Corman who put it all together and then and then putting tap dance on an album which is actually a very different thing I guess um, we haven't heard something like that in a while and so uh, that was that was really exciting to be able to put it all together and say I think it works I hope it works <laughs> Well, it works for me. And, you know, again, what I love about Tony that you guys, if you don't already know Tony Asbeck, which shame on you, because if you're listening to this podcast, you should already know the theater history of some of these people. But what is really great about Tony is, is that Tony is truly one of those absolute total triple threats. But he's a triple threat, I think, trapped in time. Because he is so, his style is very Fred Astaire, very Sammy Davis Jr. And it feels like, you know, there's, there's a few artists today that are, are working in theater that kind of have a little of that energy going on. But Tony is one of the first ones that I've had the pleasure of meeting and talking to. For you, this started very, very early for you, didn't it? It's like if they follow the history through the music that you present in the show, it, this, this has been your whole life, hasn't it? It has been my whole life. Uh, it really did start with Fred Astaire, actually. Just watching him, I wanted to emulate him. I wanted to move that way. I wanted to understand the grace that was like just radiating from my black and white television screen. Um, and so I was four years old, and this happened, and I, I kind of knew at that age that this was it for me. Um, I didn't even know anything about storytelling. I didn't know how to anything about acting or singing till way later, actually. I just wanted to move on the stage. In a, even not even on the stage, just in a studio, I could have been by myself, and I felt like I was serving a purpose. Oddly enough, and so um, when storytelling came along, um, that's when I got really excited about how to, uh, through movement and dance, and then acting and then singing, how to really affect an audience. And that's when that's when I got really excited and passionate about the future, and uh, uh, th- that's when it, my career started to take shape in that way. Tony Asbeck with me here on the Curtain Call, and we're talking about not only his CD, but at the same time, too, he's going to be appearing along with Montego Glover, working with folks at the New York Pops, at the New York Pops Underground at Feinstein's 54 Below. You can go to Feinstein's 54 Below, I know, to look to see about information on tickets, as well as NewYorkPops.org, because we can't forget that. And of course, if you need to know more about Tony Asbeck, go to TonyAsbeck.com. Don't be crazy. Oh, dot net? Yes, because there's a dot com out there, and I think he's a real estate uh, guru in, like, I'm going to say, like, Denver or something like that. And I was like, must be nice to have dot com. But, like, and I was like, fine. I'm not going to, like, force you off of it because I know you have, like, probably have a wife and kids you have to, like, support. So I'll just, like, you know, I won't even challenge you. So I'll go the dot net route if I have to. Or, or you could have, like, Tony underscore Yasmin. Yeah, none of that works. It's, yeah. it's really dot com is like, the, you know, it's like anybody who doesn't have a dot com, you're like, ugh, yeah. darn it. But, uh, but yes, no, TonyAsbeck.net. Uh, Tony uh, you can go there, or you can follow me on Twitter. I'm I'm pretty good on Twitter, yeah. you know. I don't know. I don't know who's. That's how I found him. There, but you yeah. know. Oh, you did. Well, 
when when the conversation came up about me talking to you and to uh, Montego about the piece, it's like you were one of the first ones to answer. You answered right, before Montego yes. did. Of course, that's right. Yes, Keith reached out to me, and I was like, "Oh, Keith, I love talking to Keith." <laughs> so then all of a sudden, I was like, "I'm going to reach out." And then I think I've, I, I can't believe I wasn't following you at that point, but I followed you, and then I direct messaged you. It's, yeah. it's just this great way of uh, communicating now. And then I was like, "Why don't you just call me or email me?" So then he, and then we. This, See, see, and that's what we're doing. We're hanging out in an undisclosed location with very loud people. It's almost like being at a press event with trying to have a conversation with all the background chatter that's going on. But, you know, this is the only time that I could get to him because he's very busy doing his own thing right now and taking time to do New York Pops Underground. Um, for you, this is, this is a good thing. So uh, what's coming up for you? What, what, you know, the one thing that I do know as... Of, you know, friends with many of actors is that y'all have to stay busy. We all have to stay busy. What do you have cooking that's coming down the line? Uh, a couple of things I can say. I'm just trying to think. Uh, I'm going to be in the next season of Billions, the second season of Billions. I'm shooting my third episode uh, in about a week or two. I'm really excited about it just to be part of that incredible cast. Um, so look for me. Uh, I, th- I think it's going to start, uh, start in January on Showtime. And then I'm um, really excited to do a new theatrical piece uh, workshop uh, of something John Cander, Susan Stroman, Tommy Thompson in uh, November. Same team as Scottsboro Boys. And they're creating something very real and vulnerable. And um, I'm really excited to, to see what it is um, and to, to watch it grow in a, in a rehearsal room for the whole month of November. So we'll see what happens. Okay. He's going to do something vulnerable. I don't think he can get any more vulnerable with... Tony Asbury, at least not with me. I I don't know what he's going to do for the other people, (laughs) but I feel like I get a a much better gig by actually knowing who he is and knowing what he's doing. I think that um, at some point, though, it's going to be great to see you back on stage, although I know that it's it's a, a challenge to try to balance stage life and wanting to do the other projects that come along because the other projects are different and and reach more people than let's say a Broadway show. I mean, I lived for him in um, on the town because I got to see you do everything that you do. Like he puts it all out on that plate. And do you think that this role that you're going to be getting in this piece is going to be just as the, well, the one that you're workshopping, because, you know, once, there's a difference between workshopping and actually getting the gig. I know I know there's a difference, but w- with this workshop, do you think you're going to get the opportunity to give everything that Tony has to offer? I, I think so. Um, I've worked with Stroman. I've worked with this uh, this team before, actually. Uh, basically, a very similar, same team, actually, as uh, Prince of Broadway, when I worked with Hal Prince and Susan Stroman. I worked with Tommy Thompson on that. Um, John Kander obviously did some of the music in Prince of Broadway, so um, we we talked then, and we just all wanted to work together again. I think Stroman is a genius. I think Tommy is a genius. John Kander, of course, look at his look at his work, and I was able to uh, uh, get this opportunity to work for them again. Um, I can't imagine the collaboration that's going to happen. So I'm I think it's gonna I think it's gonna be able to probably take everything out of me. I have a feeling it's going to get really emotionally vulnerable uh, and I think Stroman is, is so profound as an artist and she's going to probably lay out her whole heart in that work um, and so uh, I'm hoping uh, she challenges me to go further than I've ever gone before which she has done with everything I've ever done with her um, I just really love working with her so uh, really happy about that journey that's going to happen God. Susan Stroman, I love her. She's such. Oh, she's. She really is a, a an interesting, um, unique 
personality that's working with theater and directing theater and choreograph because she's going to choreograph this as well, right? Yes. Uh, she is, and it, you say that it's interesting. Her personality is unlike anybody else's I've ever worked with. Uh, she handles everything with such grace. Uh, when there's a problem at stake, or when uh, she has to be a leader in a room, or anything arises, she has such an incredible grace about her. It, it's it, it's almost like she's not affected in any negative way, even though you know that she's she's got problems at hand in a rehearsal room, but she handles it in such a way that you can't you just learn off of her so much and how to just how to even talk to people in life uh, she's got such a kind-hearted open uh human spirit about her uh that it just makes you want to work with her over and over and over again um so i'm really excited about you know getting getting deep in a rehearsal room again tony asbeck you know we're having our clandestine coffee date <laughs> Which now that I, now that you know we know that there's a spot that we can do this, we should do this a lot more often. I know for sure. And certainly, whenever you've got something going on that you can be in the city and we can do it in the studio, I would love to have you in the studio. I just I just adore this man. He's wonderful, wonderful human being, Tony Asbeck. Again, excuse me, Tony nominated Tony Asbeck. Let's not forget because there's a lot of people that don't remember, and I don't want to be one of those because that really ticks me off when people forget. <laughs> Because it's, it's a lot of work to get a damn Tony nomination, right? You know, I mean, it's, I, I, I guess, but it's also like, you know, sometimes it feels like, it feels like a luck of the draw a little bit, too. It's like you, you, you get in the right time at the right place, and then you, you just work your ass off. And, and if somebody notices, great. And if not, that's okay. You did your work, and, you know, I can, I can only be thankful for, for everything you know so see nice guy he's not an ass like me going you should remember my Tony remember the nomination if you forget Keith it's really not a big deal I, I never I tried never to do that but you know what I did forget that you did do the Prince of Broadway in Japan with Josh Grizzetti another one of my my boyfriends Ramin Karimloo you know what the thing about Ramin Karimloo that I understand is that it doesn't matter if you're gay or straight you're in love with him isn't it it's like yeah, yeah, he's always got like a perfect hairdo, and he's like at the gym, and you're like, "Screw you, dude!" Oh, and you can sing like that too. Great, thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's a different species, that guy. Yeah, I don't. I think he's an alien. He's an alien, but he's also a really, really great guy. And it and how fun and Emily Skinner and a whole bunch of really great people oh in Japan. What was it like performing in Japan? Oh, it was a thrill. My gosh, it was one of the best best experiences of my life. Uh, it took me a, a second to adjust because of the language barrier and the food and everything. But as soon as I got, as soon as I really adjusted, I had the best time, and I was very sad to leave it. Uh, the people in Japan are such incredible spirits, and they just love to give and to serve, and and they just have wonderful gestures. You get these like bento boxes at the theater for lunch, and then sometimes they send um, little little trinkets and, and gifts uh, to the stage door. And, and in Japan, it's all about how everything is presented. Mm -hmm. So it has like wonderful wrapping and bows and cards, and wow. it's just a wonderful culture. Um, and the fans are the best. They really are. Uh, and of course, that cast was incredible. We, our, our dressing room was really fun. You can imagine uh, personalities of Schuler Hensley, Josh Grizzetti, and I in a in a dressing room. Um, it was <laughs> it was a constant laugh fest. Let's put it that way. 
You know what's so funny? It's like, as you say that, I, I just got like a little bit of a, a thrill in my heart because I was like, oh my God, I've had the, per- the privilege of actually talking to all of you, yes. including Ramin, yes. who I don't really think I was actually talking to him. It was more of a babble because I was just like, wow, he's, he's really just beautiful. <laughs> like I, I, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, Phantom, that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were great. So we had like Nancy Opal and Emily Skinner. I mean, it was just kind of like... Oh man! So we really hope we get a chance to uh, make this happen again. I I think uh, the odds are very good that this will happen in New York. I'm crossing my fingers, just to work with that legendary man again in uh, in the room because uh, what what an what an incredible man! Yeah, just a visionary. The legendary 23 Tonys in his uh, on his shelf, Hal Prince. If I'm not 23 or 24, something like that. It was pretty the most ever. The most ever. I, I went to his Christmas party. My wife and I went to his Christmas party last last year and it, <laughs> you you can walk into his office and they're all on one shelf and I just took a picture and I was like what is that it's, it doesn't even make sense it's literally it's almost like the factory where like the Tonys are made and he's just like yeah they're, they're hanging here to the next Tonys you're like no no those are his wow. it, uh, it was a uh, not only those but like he had another shelf of like a billion other awards from like every other country in the world it was just it was a remarkable experience. Like a trophy room. Yes. That's basically his office. It's like a trophy room. Yes. I love it. Oh, my God. Tony Asbeck. You know what? We could talk forever, but we can't because everybody else is trying to talk over us. <laughs> but that's all right because, again, Tony Yazbek, September 19th at Feinstein's 54 Below. If you can get a ticket, A. If you can get to New York if you're listening and you're out of town, B. Um, come out and help support New York Pops at the, the New York Pops Education Program. And at the same time, I don't know what's this workshop going to be, but through the month of November, believe me, I'm going to be doing my Nancy Drew issue to figure out what the hell's going down because I need to know. And again, watch for him on Billions because he's going to be on Showtime doing the, the Billions, yes. Um, which I think is going to be in another amazing season that they have planned, I'm sure. That also has all my girlfriend for the show, Melissa Erico, is in that as well. Um, and again, Tony, thank you so much for taking time out of your day because, you know, he's very busy. He's got a life, people. He's got a life. He doesn't have time to talk to some queen that has a microphone. Yeah, I said it. I said the F word on my own podcast. I could do that. But again, amazing, amazing. Go to TonyAsbeck.net to find out more about Tony. Um, NewYorkPops.org to find out more about the events that are going to be happening on September 19th. And don't forget KeithPriceCurtainCall.com. Come find it. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Come hang out with us. Um, it's a lot of fun because, look, I get to talk to great people like Tony. See? Not bad, huh? All right. So... Before we go, I have to say that from his fabulous, fabulous CD, The Floor Above Me, you know, I will walk away because I know that it's, it's improper to be rude to your guests, but him singing Cheek to Cheek, it's pretty damn special, and I'm going to have to go because you, you hear how beautiful he sounds. Listen. Well, try to listen over the people that are talking, but listen. <laughs> I'm going to have to edit that part out. Um, again, Tony Asbeck. The Floor Above Me, get his CD, TonyAzbeck.net. You know, listen to that voice, huh? Fabulous. And he can dance. Shut up. This is all good. All right, we'll be back. When we're out together dancing cheek to cheek. Oh, heaven. Heaven. I'm in heaven. He's in heaven. And the cares that hung around me through the week. Through the week. Seem to vanish like a gambler's lucky streak. A gambler's lucky streak. When we're out together, dancing cheek to cheek. 
so much for joining me, Tony Yazbek. Mm. Dancing cheek to cheek with Tony Yazbek. Come on. Stop. I can't even go on. Again, he is such a great guy. He's doing a great thing helping out the New York Pops, him and Montego Glover. So if you guys are in the New York area and you can actually afford a ticket and make it to the Feinstein's 54 Below event, the New York Pops Underground, go to NewYorkPops.org for more information. Go to Feinstein's54Below.com to get more information about what's going on. And if you have any questions that you have for me, send an email to KeithPriceCurtainCall at gmail.com and I'll do my best to answer. Follow me on Twitter at KPCurtainCall. Follow me on Instagram at KeithPriceCurtainCall. I'm trying to get it all out there too funny. Facebook, there's a Facebook page, Keith Price's Curtain Call. So please, 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 any way that you can find out how to reach me, do it. And I will do my best to reach back and tell you what's going on. Have a great, great day and enjoy some live theater wherever you are.